York Rangers defeat the Toronto Maple Leafs 3-1. And they are streak busters as against the New Jersey Devils. They had an 11-game road winning streak that was snapped. And the Toronto Maple Leafs had a point streak of 15 straight. They were 12-0-3 in their last 15 games. So this is the first regulation loss for Toronto since November 11th. And I believe their first regulation road loss since October. So the Maple Leafs were coming in really hot. And not to mention, not only that, but Mitch Marner, his 23-game point streak over as well. So that's a pretty, that might be maybe in Leafs fans, maybe the biggest deal. Like that's a pretty crazy streak that he had gone. And this was a game where the Rangers were, just played a solid, steady game. They didn't really have much in the way of offensive chances. And, you know, what I liked, would I like the Rangers to maybe have a little bit more offensive zone time in the third period? I would have, but Igor played well, but he, it wasn't as if he was overly tested. Like, he made some really key saves, but it wasn't, there was a lot of Toronto, they were keeping Toronto on the outside. It was just, it was a solid win. Rangers had the lead after two, which they don't normally have, and they were able to bring it home. And now they have their own five-game win streak. So they approved the 16-10-5, and the night really belonged to former Maple Leaf, and he wasn't there for long, but Jimmy Vesey with two goals. One of them was an empty net goal, but one of them was the game winner in the second period. A really nice goal, actually, where he cuts to the net and goes top shelf and tucks it in under the under the uh, crossbar against Matt Murray. But the Rangers should, should feel good about things. Again, I, I feel like when the Rangers were losing at points, they, they were a bit unlucky, and I think in this winning streak, you know, the offensive firepower hasn't always been there, but they're just finding ways to win again. Part of that is Shesterkin, but also special teams was fantastic tonight. One for one on the power play and the kill, the penalty kill, three for three. And the Maple Leaf, you know, obviously they're pretty lethal in terms of what they have out there. Austin Matthews off the score sheet. And that's, that's impressive. And he had some chances, but it was the second power play unit that scored the first time this season. Where Philip Heedle, it was almost like a Brian Leach uh, against the Canucks in Game 7 looking goal. Nice pass by Kako and Heedle scores again. So that, the the Heedle, um, his hot streak continues. But this was big. The Rangers this weekend will play the Philadelphia Flyers in Philly and then at Chicago. And that's not going to be easy. It's funny, the Rangers at this point have seem to perform well. They play up to competition, and they also, they kind of play to their opponent, where the Rangers have really struggled against teams they should beat. Now, Philly is a team that's in division, who just beat the Devils tonight. The Devils are now uh, slumping a bit. And the Rangers had a tough overtime, well, one nothing overtime win at the Garden. So they they know that that's not going to be easy. And same with Chicago, where Chicago is really brutal. Truly one of the very worst teams in the league, but they went into MSG and really beat them up. And in fact, that was the last Ranger loss. So there's there's reason for the Rangers to not, you know, take their opponents lightly. They shouldn't. Halak will definitely play one of the games. Which one? I can't really tell. And I don't think there'll be much second guessing coming from me. If it's the Philly game, so be it. If it's the Chicago game, same as well. Um, Halak did struggle versus the Blackhawks at home, for what it's worth. But 
I don't know. I, that probably doesn't play into their line of thinking. And wherever they want to go with it, they go with it. Now, as far as lineup changes, there were a couple tonight. Interestingly enough, I didn't expect it, but I was happy about it. Vitaly Kratsov in, Sammy Blay out. So even though they've been winning games, Kratsov, as, as he should be, gets to the lineup. And I thought that in limited time, he was all right. I, I hope he stays in the lineup. For me, I don't love him on that fourth line. I would move Goodrow down and have Kratsov get more top nine type minutes than be on the fourth line. It's just not not the style I'd want. And look, Sammy Blay is a healthy scratch, and, and deservedly so. It's not as if he's been horrendous, but just not getting enough from him. And hopefully this healthy scratch can maybe get him going because I, I don't think we've seen – he missed a few games early on with an injury. I think this is the first time that he's been healthy scratch, though, probably as a Ranger. So, again, I think that Sammy Blay, like he can be – a important member of this team, but it just hasn't really happened yet. And look, I think that I have no problem with him sitting. I really don't. And on defense, Ben Harper makes his uh, Ranger debut and Lee Hayek sits. Thought Harper was okay. It's funny. He has the same number as Jarrett Sonority, number five, and they're physically kind of very similar too. Big defenseman, not very mobile. Ben Harper played on the Ottawa Senators and Nashville Predators. Harper, it's probably not remembered, but he did face the Rangers in the 2017 playoffs as a, he was probably just about a rookie at that point for Ottawa. So, you know, I guess for now it'll be a combination of Harper and Hayek. Neither of them are the answer. So if Hayek comes back in the lineup, no complaints. You can go either way. I wasn't blown away by what Ben Harper did, but... They'll probably get the first crack at it against Philly. They won. I I think he would. But again, don't be surprised if one game it's Harper, one game Hayek. For me, I I would like to see Braden Schneider get more of an opportunity than Truba. That didn't really happen in this game where Truba is back with Miller. We'll talk about Truba. There were some more mistakes that happened, but that's what they're going to go with. And I, so, you know, I don't love that. I, I would try Miller with Schneider, but that's just me. And then as far as, like I said, with the forwards, I would have Kraftsov. I'm not necessarily saying that it should be Kraftsov with Panarin and Zibanejad. I brought that up last episode, and it's intriguing. I don't know if they defensively, I don't know if you can trust that. But I certainly think that Goodrow should move down to the fourth line, and Kraftsov should get an opportunity to be not in a grinding type of role, to be on a line that could actually score. So it'll be interesting to see what they do moving forward and, and, and who sits, you know, the next game, probably Sammy Blay, but you never know what direction they could go with it. But let's talk about the game. Igor Shesterkin versus Matt Murray. Matt Murray's been really good as a Toronto Maple Leaf. And he, you know, and, and tonight, it wasn't really his fault. The, I think the goals that were scored were goals that most goalies are going to give up. But Rangers get an early power play. It was the only one they'd have all night, and it happens to be a drawn penalty by Julian Gauthier, which you haven't seen in a while. And it was a slashing call on Mark Giordano. And for Gauthier, it's they're going to call that. You know, it's frustrating because it's almost like he wasn't holding on to the stick tightly. Giordano slashes his stick. Gauthier loses his stick, and they call the uh, the penalty. And the Rangers score. And it's the second unit, and they got an opportunity with a minute left. We've seen too many times that first power play unit hog the whole time. But now there was a whistle, and Gallant, and I, and I agree, because the first power play unit wasn't really doing much in that first minute. And a nice play, and, and mind you, Kraftsov was on that second unit instead of Blay, and I think that makes a difference. Really, Sammy Blay, 
you know, I, I guess they want him to be like kind of the quieter on that unit. And it just doesn't really make sense. So I don't like Truba being on there, but it was the other guys that got it done. And it finishes off with a goal by Philip Heedle. His seventh goal of the season from Kako and Lafreniere. Like I said, really nice pass by Kako. Murray was out of position and Heedle buries it. And I just can't say enough good things about Phil Heedle. Although we'll talk about the Toronto goal. So I guess it wasn't all 100% perfect from Phil. But he has a shooter's mentality, and he just continues to ascend. Rangers take a one-nothing lead. However, they take a penalty at 8.07, and it's Jacob Truba. So another offensive blue line turnover by Truba, and eventually he has to take a hooking penalty. He's too slow to recover. This happens too much. He's like, it's like a grenade that the puck just, it, it explodes off a stick. Not in the right way. He just, his offensive abilities just aren't there. And there's a turnover, but luckily the penalty kill does a really nice job. Uh, all night long. Kudos to the PK. Really, really good. Then, the Maple Leafs tied up. And it's a goal by Michael Bunting, a seventh of the season from Camp and Timmins, with less than six minutes to go in the first. Jacob Truba loses his stick, so he's out of position. And Bunting beats Heedle on the rebound. So Truba, again, you know, and... Sure, I guess there could have been a penalty call. I think it was Bunting was the one that forced it out of Truba's hands. But, of course, Truba is out of position, and Heedle is just Bunting beats Heedle. And Toronto ties it up at one. So we go to the second. And, you know, in this period, the shot totals were extremely low. Really, all night they were. But Toronto had a lot of zone time. Like, they were – the Rangers were hemmed in their own zone for, like, about, honestly, two to three minutes at one point. Toronto didn't have that many great opportunities in that, but the Rangers got out of it. And then soon thereafter, the Rangers take a 2-1 lead. Jimmy Vesey, the former Leaf, scores his fourth of the season from Trocheck and Miller. A nice poke check by Keandre Miller. The, the puck goes to Trocheck in the neutral zone, and then Jimmy Vesey is able to go in uh, all alone, kind of. Good positioning by him, and he's able to tuck it. Above and above Murray and under the crossbar, a really nice goal by Jimmy Vesey. And, and you know, for him, it's been a it's been a good story. I I still have the belief that I think he plays a little bit too much. You know, tonight, 15 minutes, like Jimmy Vesey plays a lot. But hey, look, on a night like tonight, you can't complain. And he deserves to be in there at the very least, right? So we can talk about look, uh, even though I had said that maybe he could be a healthy scratch candidate at some points, and maybe that does happen eventually. He deserves to be in the lineup, if nothing else. Absolutely. Even if it's a fourth-line role, he is someone, he gets top penalty kill minutes. And it's just funny how he's redefined himself. He's a different player than he was his first three seasons in the league as a Ranger. He's he's a lot smarter now. He is, you know, defensively responsible way more than he ever had been. He's just, he's a different player than, than when he left. And he's been good. So, VZ from Trocek and Miller, Rangers take a 2-1 lead. And then there is a penalty on Barkley Goodrow. So he slashes Mark Giordano. So Giordano's on the other end of it this time. But the Rangers PK does a really nice job. And they keep that 2-1 lead heading into the third. In the third, early penalty. As Braden Schneider loses his stick. So Philip Heedle gives his to Schneider. And then Heedle ends up holding Alex Kerfoot. But the Rangers are able to kill it off. And, you know, look. A lot of the time in that third was in the Rangers zone. But like I said, and Igor had to make some good saves. Igor was good. But I really thought Rangers defensively were pretty stingy, did a really nice job, and eventually 
after VZ had a failed attempt at an empty net a little bit before that, he does seal it. Second goal of the game, fifth goal of the season from Truba and Trocek. So give uh, Vinny Trocek a couple assists on the night. And with a minute and 13 seconds left, the Rangers take a 3-1 lead, and that's the score that they would win by. 3-1. Like I said, ending that Toronto, that's the first Toronto regulation loss. So it's kind of funny. You have the Ducks, who ironically tonight won their second game in regulation this season, but where, the, where you know, the Rangers had fell victim to Anaheim. Now here, like I said, after the Devils had their streak end versus the Rangers, it happens here with Toronto with not only Mitch Marner, 23-game point streak ends, and then the 15-game point streak for the Maple Leafs is over. So you got to be happy about this one. Look, the shots were 23-20, a low-event sort of game, but an exciting one nonetheless. And like I said, now the Rangers 16-10-5, so for the first time in a while – where they have more wins than overall losses. And now they will take on Philly, who, like I said, is coming off a win versus New Jersey. And I expect a low-scoring game against John Totorella. That will be, you're going to have to work hard to win that one. It's going to be low-scoring. And then the next night, so back-to-back at Chicago. And look, that was the Rangers' last loss. And you just, you can't lose to Chicago twice. So, it's five-game winning streak. I'd like to get it to seven. At least get three points in the, you know, at least get three in these two games against, look, it's on the road, but the Rangers have played well on the road. You do have Yara Halak in there, which is a question mark. I do worry about that a little bit, but either way, this is a big win. Got to feel good about it. In, an East, in a very tough Eastern Conference, the Rangers are now inside that playoff line, but it could change quickly. So, again, Jimmy Vesey, two goals against Toronto. They are street busters again. Three to one win. And now they will head for a back to back on the road this weekend against Philly and Chicago. 